trying to figure out how to work my headphones. Why you don't got your I mean, it's only like the 70th episode, you know. Shut up. Uh, you know, but shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Look that's like how you're going to talk to me in front of the people? What is that we you lie. got on your face? Is that from the Elton John collection? Yeah. Those you like are, that? They're interesting. It's giving uh, like windshield realness. Period. Are those prescription glasses? They are. Oh. Andre said they were giving Run DMC. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You gonna wear those every day? I don't know. These are my going outside glasses when I want to feel fancy, and I wear oh. my regular plain glasses. Well, pardon me while I play the grand piano. You a hater, <laughs> anywho? I just take them off because you're hating on me. No, they're they're very cute. I'm sure you can see very very well with those. Look, ain't they cute though? They got little decals and stuff. Oh. Whatever. You should get hater. a little chain Continue. for them. For why on my Sophia shit? I mean, it's it's giving that a little bit. I wish the people could see them because they're they're a they're sight so to see. They are something else. Oh wow, wow! Look anyway, at you looking how you look. It. I'm not doing that. But... Welcome to so good. We named it the first Golden Girls or Golden Palace podcast, and the first Golden Girls or Golden Palace podcast with Black Hope. It's seen on the Associated Press, Judge Mathis, USA Today, Yahoo, and a and a plethora of other wonderful things that we do. <laughs> I am K. And I'm joined here with my co-host, Barry. Well, you don't need me to do the intro. You, you <laughs> finally got it. Because you're talking all this shit. I just had to <laughs> move it right along. Well, well, welcome back. This is our first episode recording in forever, mm-hmm. especially with just the two of us. Did you miss is me? It? Yes. I did. You know, it's always very uh, nostalgic Isn't when we do it? our episodes together without guests. We love our guests. We love all our fans. Damn, but, hell with them, you know, this is why we came here. This is why y'all came here for me and Barrett. And it's, it's great yeah. to be reunited again. Like Rihanna said, this is what you mm. came for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. You had a baby. Would you like to tell the I people how that went? Baby. So I had my baby on the way to the hospital in the car. I delivered my own baby because, mm. like I tried <laughs> to tell y'all. Dr. K. Um, you know, by the time I'm in, I realize I'm in labor, the baby is typically on on their way out. And that's what happened. Um, when I realized I was in labor, we got everything together and ready. We got in the car, got ready to go. And uh, we didn't make it. He came on out around the corner from the hospital. I delivered mm. it myself. He popped out and I made a mess in the car, too. But that's neither Did you let him there. drive the rest of the way? I should have. <laughs> I should have. Well, uh, but he was healthy, alive and well, thriving, growing as he should. So it was all good. That's that's wonderful. I, I like mm. that in a baby, alive. Well, those, <laughs> yeah. those are good qualities to have. Congrats. Oh, yeah. um, I, I haven't seen him yet. She's barred me from seeing this child. Because people have germs. And All I had was a little mono. As long as I didn't mono. kiss him a or we shared a pop, mono. I think we would have been okay. Ah, but I think I'm good. I've restricted everybody's visits for. I'm not everybody. I'm the co-host of So Good We Named It. Does that mean nothing? Um, No, it it doesn't. Okay. His Um, siblings haven't (laughs) even touched him, and they live here. I was going to say they haven't seen him. Like, wow, (laughs) really? No, they haven't touched him or picked him up, and they live here. So there's that. Okay. Well, I guess I. So don't don't feel bad. bad. It's for everyone. Okay. Well, Mm. I, I hope I can see him before his high school graduation. No, we can, we're starting visits in March. Oh, we're so starting we can visits. schedule something. Okay. Yeah, we're starting visits. Because then, you know, because for the first month, they just sleep all the time. So we're just going to come Wake up, him up. and sleep. Get your ass no, up. what the fuck? No, you know? hell no. So 
He'll be he's more alert nowadays. He stays up for longer so you can actually interact with him. So You Mark said before busy. let me pull the tapes. Roll that beautiful bean footage. What did, did I Did you say? or did you not say on the show you were like, I'm not gonna be keeping quiet. He's just gonna have to deal with it. It's a loud household. So why can't yeah, I come wake him up? Yeah, what anything? No, don't wake him up. Now you tripping. Don't wake him up. That's not oh, what we're so y'all do. can can keep up noise, but yeah. I can't go wake him up. No, I'm really gonna try to not edit this episode. I'm gonna okay. just, you know, I'm gonna throw in some stuff. But usually I gotta take out all the ums and all that and huh and what and you know mm-hmm. I'm just gonna we're gonna flow. We're gonna keep the convo flowing because I don't feel like doing that. Okay. Okay. Because it takes what? like five hours, so we're gonna be professional. I don't remember. I've been I gotta trying go to get look. the baby. He's crying. See, he's already messing everything up. Man. No, we're good. I can still talk. <laughs> I got my wireless headset on, so I'm gonna stay connected. Am I gonna have to look at bosom? No, I'm not gonna pop my breast out. I don't think he's hungry. He's just fussing. Uh, actually, he stopped. So yeah, let him cry it out. So what the fuck? That's the thing. That's the thing. No, because babies can't sell soup, so you have to get. Sure, them. they can't. So they cannot. Okay. I was trying to find it. I'm sorry to whoever you are. Sorry to this man. Yeah, somebody requested that we review this episode. I'm going to try to find it and maybe add it in later uh, because I want you to get your cuts. But I couldn't find it anywhere. But we are going to be reviewing uh, to see who is the one that recommended it. Anyway, moving right along. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling so tired because I've been running around. and haven't eaten yet. So if I'm a little delirious, excuse me, everyone. But... Mm. We are going to be reviewing Journey to the Center of Attention, episode yeah. 19, season 7. Mm. We're coming in the home stretch here. And to whoever recommended this, I will find your name at some point. But thank you. Because I really don't watch this episode that much for some reason. It was good. I liked it. It was really cute. So uh, One of my favorites. Oh. It's hmm. quite yeah. a proclamation. But mm. starting out at the top, one of my favorite mm-hmm. uh, phrases, it just shucks it right off. <laughs> I, I like how enthusiastic Dorothy was. She was really getting into it. She was all cuddled up on the couch, just really okay, getting her life. Her popcorn and Fucking shit. mood. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of popcorn. Lots. For one Big person. <laughs> and the show Amazing Discoveries. I made a note heard of to it. look it up because I felt like I looked it up before and it was real. But then I forgot. Was it a real show? I'm pretty sure it was. Let me see. Amazing Discoveries. Okay, now it's telling me something about Arizona. Mm. No, that's not what that says. That says amazing. I thought that said Arizona. Yikes. What? You on that shit? No, I'm not. I'm just sleepy, I swear. (laughs) Okay, so it was on from 1989 to 1997. Mm -hmm. So this was the sweet spot for that show, apparently. But... I guess it's just about amazing discoveries, and that can include fascinating mm-hmm. stuff. Not sure I'd want to stay at home on a Friday night, Saturday night, whatever, and watch that, but Dorothy was into it, and Blanche enters in mm-hmm. this little baby doll dress that I don't really care for like that. Yeah, time. I didn't like it either. I think she wore that when she was dating Bill, or I think his name was Bill, the pharmacist. I like her mm-hmm. in something a little more form-fitting. But yeah. She was trying to think of nice things to say about Dorothy. Damn, at this point, y'all been living together like eight years. All you can say is that you're a good speller and prompt. Yeah, that That's, was petty as hell, but, but they, they always do. drag her, though. They do. It was giving me mm-hmm. um, Aretha Franklin when they were asking her to compliment the Beautiful young gowns. Beautiful. Young singer, good singer, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, good speller. <laughs> beautiful gowns. Yeah, the most beautiful. But they came in talking about this wake. First of all, why is there a wake at night? 
I could see if it's the winter time and it gets late or it gets dark very early, but maybe it was in the PM when people get off work. Mm, I'll allow it. But mm-hmm. who is this person? All these people dying around them, Kasa, that we've never heard of. But clearly the other girls didn't like him. So who is it that Sophia and Rose both were close with that the other two weren't? Or did she just give Sophia a ride, maybe? But mm. they were saying that they were slow dancing with the body. What type of weird shit they doing? Yeah, I don't know. They said these Irishmen or something, they propped the body up somewhere and then they laid him in the floor. Then somebody got drunk and started dancing with like, it. Like, whoa. That would be my cue to exit at that point. Mm-hmm. When and the body wasn't in a casket, that was my cue to well, exit. Well, my mother has a friend that's Italian and she had said something about that they like keep the body out on the couch so the family can come see the I don't, goodbye. please don't. That's They're a little dead. intimate for me. I'm sure there's mm-hmm. a cultural significance. But I think I would be uncomfortable with that. Very much so. Why is it a dead body on the couch? I, this is not something I subscribe to. And you know what they are showing a lot now on Facebook is people having these funerals where the body is, like, staged doing stuff. Yeah. One, yeah, that's wild as fuck. One guy was playing drums. Another Mm-mm. lady was playing cards and had her beer and her cigarettes. Like, that's too much. Like a fucking wax museum. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to unsee it. Because that's traumatizing. <laughs> and they don't even look good. Like, they don't even look like real people. So, mm-hmm. I don't know if Wax Museum. It very much. It's giving mm-hmm. me uh, Madame Tussauds. But <laughs> that's weird. Like, I would not... Like, if something happened, am I going to be propped up doing the podcast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, okay. That's what I'm going to do. That's how I'm going to Bring do me it. the golden kind. If something happens, bring <laughs> me. Put me up on the stage. Okay? <laughs> I want to go out with the bang. And I mean that. But mm-hmm. that sounded like a lot, but they liked it. And then they were saying, oh, well, if somebody's willing to dance with the corpse, then surely somebody will dance with you. That's dance fucking with rude. you. Fucking Damn. Rude. Dragged. And Nickel Beers, that sounds like a good way to get fucked up. Yeah, for sure. I don't like beer, but if you, if I did, I, that's where I'd be. Like 20 beers for a dollar? Yeah, you, you lit. Imagine what you could get with three tenths. <laughs> that's a lot of beers <laughs> I don't know if, if they would adjust that for inflation but that mm-hmm. just seems like an unruly crowd and you're not even mm-hmm. going to make that much money so what's the point what are you it's benefiting? probably the cheap beer but why would why would a, an establishment want to do that because you're not going to make that much money and everybody's going to be super fucked up so bring people in, but you probably it's probably a limit. Like you only get a certain amount of because oh, that don't okay. make sense. You just but then again, I guess the they do on. have that. Like Applebee's has those dollar drinks and stuff mm-hmm. that they make in a bucket on the floor. Mm-hmm. But they were not bad. They weren't. They weren't that. They were okay. My sister and I went a couple times, but they also uh, had Dorothy in her uh, <laughs> admiral ensemble, fresh from the navy, with her giant uh, shoulder pads with gold embellishments. And the slouchy boot. She of loves course. a slouch fucking boot. Like, I don't know if I would pair a slouch boot with that. And then it had, like, gauchos. I know that the mm-hmm. stuff was made, you know, couture uh, by Judy Evans. But assuming that, you know, the character Dorothy is wearing this, I'm just trying to picture Dorothy going shopping and being like, yep, mm-hmm. that's it. That's the outfit. Ring right, me up. with these slouchy boots. <laughs> I was looking for something today because I'm still not sure what I want to do for Golden Con. And I was like, let me mm-hmm. find some slouchy boots. Couldn't find any. But mm. that is one of her iconic outfits, which is weird because I think that's the only time she wore it. So maybe it's an iconic look because it's an iconic episode, perhaps. 
because I like the uh, look that she had. I even though it. she always looks like she's wearing drapes, but I digress. She just looked like she needed to be like steering some type of ship to war <laughs> or something like that. But it's a very iconic look because I have I did a TikTok as Dorothy wearing something very similar. Jason from Golden Gaze performed in something very mm-hmm. similar, and David from the Golden um, the Golden Girls Lost episodes wore something very similar. I'm like, is this just the official like? If you're gonna do Dorothy, this is the look that you do. And mm. she also had the infamous coach earrings. Yeah. Not coach, not coach. Chanel, the Chanel earrings, mm-hmm. very iconic. But I never noticed until <laughs> this episode that there were two women in the bar. Because they make it seem like it's any women. nothing but men. Even the women were all like, ooh, Blanche is here. So I don't know if they were image consultants or what. But I didn't see no women. I'm going to have back. to go back and watch it again. It I just saw women. a bunch of men. And they were also into the Dorothy singing as well. But mm. uh, Blanche really loves the conga line. Like, this is like the fourth time okay. that we have seen her do this. It wasn't even no conga music. I was like, how do you start a conga line with no conga music? And why would, what are the men getting out of this unless you're the one right behind her? Like, you're just grabbing onto the other men. I mean, if that's what you like, sure. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to be accused because somebody already tried to drag me on our Facebook page saying that who did that we're a homophobic podcast. How we're homophobic? I don't know. Ask my husband. Maybe he can oh, answer okay. that question. So let's mm-hmm. see. They already said we were anti-Semitic. Now we're homophobic. What are we going to be next? Can't wait to see. Everybody's mm-hmm. so creative because they just making shit <laughs> up at this point. They mention uh, Irving Berlin with the singing. I'm surprised it wasn't Glenn Miller because that's they shit. Every time <laughs> they love it's some music, it's fucking Glenn Miller. So I'm glad they uh, got outside the box. But Dorothy was mm-hmm. killing me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that was scripted when she was, like, messing it up. She was like, okay, what is it? Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know if that was part of it or if B. Arthur just really forgot the words. But mm-hmm. the guy was like, oh, you have a beautiful voice. I mean, she sounded okay, but mm-hmm. I don't know why everybody was so craziness about her singing. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't giving me all of that. I mean, it was new, you know, something different. And that, what type of bar is that? Like, they have a grand piano in there. Okay, in the middle of the bar. But it's also, like, a dive bar. And mm. I'm like, well, what's what's the demographic? Like, right. I don't, and how was Blanche? I, I mean, didn't see any black people in there either. Never. Black people don't exist unless they're the maid. But, and this is Black History Month. We didn't do a Black History Month episode. Oh, well, we're black. Every month is Black History Month for us. Every month. Look up the History. 1619 Project. What episode will we even do? Marguerite, I guess, or Mammy. Oh. I mean, great options. Uh, mm-hmm. Or Paisan, or um, we could do, what's his name? Alvin. I didn't Pass. even make, like, I've made posts about all types of stuff, and then I felt like, should I be making a Black History Month post? Is that expected? I didn't feel like it. And I don't want to no, do it just okay. to be doing it. Get somebody else to do it. With the, the what'll I do, that's clearly her shit. Mm-hmm. She was really feeling it. <laughs> what'll I do? <laughs> like, that's really it. <laughs> She Dorothy. was getting into it when she realized she had a little audience. It was cute. Yeah, she was really, really feeling the fantasy, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And that guy that she was talking to in the beginning, he looked like a fucking turtle. First of all, why he wasn't saying nothing? Like he was. You're not fab like that to be doing all of that. Like, how you gonna you dust know. Dorothy and you look like you about to say, "Am I turtly enough for the turtle club?" <laughs> that's what the fuck he looked like. Ooh, and he just shit. walked off on her ass. Yeah, that was petty. See, I Rude. thought something was wrong with him. I thought I don't know why I was mixing up episodes or sitcoms. I thought they Blanche was gonna come back and be like, you know, Doug is deaf. 
but that's not Fitch. No, that's not. He, okay. was, he wasn't deaf. He just didn't give a fuck. Oh, okay. Because he clearly was living for the song later, so he could hear that. Okay. But it's weird that Blanche, I mean, there are other women there, but it's weird that Blanche is like the woman, like the whole bar. What do they do when she's not there? They're just sitting around waiting for Blanche to show waiting up. Waiting on her to come. Yeah, she's That's the sad. show. And I realized through watching the episode that they just think Blanche is a whore. Pretty much like, yeah, yeah, we know you're not wearing any underwear. Uh-huh. But she doesn't seem like she actually fucks any of them or goes out she may or may not she said she wants to have a good time she said she had no drawers on she mm-hmm. took them all in the back near the conga line you know <laughs> she gonna get an infection she needs okay. to start wearing underwear no underwear no bra like you just out there all You're just out here okay just and that out was here. a very sheer fabric mm-hmm. yikes but mm. She they were living for it. She mentions later on about when they, you know, not to skip ahead, but she was like, oh, I'll come these days, you come that day. Like, you go to the bar every day. Are you cussing your kids out? How can you tell? How can you tell? Is it obvious? Yes. How's it oh, feel okay. having four of them now? It's ghetto. Really ghetto. It sounds crowded. Very. Let me get one. The new you one. You can have two. You can have two of them. Maybe Noah. Great. Maybe. I just find that weird that you're going to go to the bar every day. Like, that's some that's some loser shit. If you go to the same bar every day, all day. I mean, is it week, loser shit or is it fun? She was in her little fake mature heart girl era. Or this whatever. isn't so cheers. She wants to the bar to live like, life. it'd be different if you're going to different bars. But to go to the same little beat up looking bar every day. like you Maybe they got good drinks. Anything else to do? But it was nice <laughs> to finally see it because we heard about yeah. it so much. And, you know, the show is not that great with continuity. So I'm surprised that they let us see it. It reminds me of the Parkers. I don't know how much of our audience watches that. But Kim used to always be on the phone with her best friend, Shaquan. And we would never see her. She would just always talk about her or be on the phone with her. And then finally in the last episode, Shaquan shows up. And I felt like that was, it was nice to see that she existed. So it's nice to see that... The rusty mm-hmm. anchor exists. The rusty anchor is the actual place. The only thing that could have made it better is if Phil was there. But as we know, uh. that couldn't. I know. Poor one out for Phil. That couldn't happen. What did Dorothy have on in that scene when they're in the kitchen after they're, oh, there's the baby. Hey, baby, how you doing? <laughs> they're, the outfit she had on, I think that's the only time she wore it. And I forgot that outfit. But it was the <laughs> orange with the, like, purple jumper. And it was, I like that. And it was a little clutch bag she had. No, she didn't have a clutch bag. That's when they were in the kitchen. Oh, in the kitchen. I thought, she, okay, I'm thinking about the little pink purse she had in the bathroom. No, no, no. That that outfit I did like. But this outfit, she was very much giving court jester vibes. Like she just <laughs> needed the hat with the little bells on it. I, I wasn't a fan. I usually, you know, like most of her stuff. But that I hated. It's like we're all the show is going to be over in six episodes, and you decided <laughs> to premiere this. Like we could have just recycled <laughs> something. Because when she comes back to the bar later in her Mardi Gras shit, she okay. was wearing that in the first season. So they got their money's worth. So you didn't need to bring in that new one. I guess Judy Evans mm. was like, "I still got some shit I made y'all ain't seen." So you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna see it. But the Mardi Gras, it, it it grew on me. I didn't care for it as much in the first seasons. But by mm-hmm. the seventh season, she's worn it so many times. I'm like, hey, baby, get you some crawfish and it to feed. Okay. Because it was giving. And mm-hmm. uh, Heklina from the, which one is that? Sorry, there's so many Golden Girls shows. The San Francisco ones, we'll just say. The San Francisco Treats, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. 
sauteed simmer seasonings can be beat. She has <laughs> this outfit because she Stand had a, a lot of stuff. Um, the proud sponsor, a rice a <laughs> so good we named it. Is that even still in business? Which now, now I gotta see because I hate to not uh, give she... them their credit because there's so many. It's like Golden Girls with the Z, the Golden Gals. So let me see which one Hecklin is in. I think it's Golden Girls Live. That's what it is. It's Golden Girls Live. I didn't even have to look it up. I remembered. But she has a lot of stuff that she gets custom made that are like outfits we know from the show. And that's one of them because it is a very oh. unique look that is very hard mm -hmm. to forget. So shout out to Hecklin. But hey girl. how you doing? Um, I'm not editing that um out. I'm keeping it in. Um, um, um. I'm <laughs> <laughs> really feeling some type of way today. <laughs> okay. But you on one. You be at you. You be seeming like you on the shits when you. Tired. I am on one today. Okay. okay. I had a stressful day because I went to eighty five thrift stores trying to find something to wear to Golden Kind, as well as to find more earrings that y'all better buy because I got a lot of them. Shout out to Angie. She was the first person to ever buy any of them, and I met her at Golden Kind last year. But for some reason, Etsy hates me. There have been multiple people that are like, "I never got it," or it takes three months. And she's, she's like, oh, they're sending it back to you. So at this point, I might as well just bring it to Golden Con. But I'm going to give you some free okay. earrings for your troubles, Angie. I don't want to end up on your list. So it's not my fault. Angie's but, list. Uh, <laughs> I'll be here all week. But <laughs> Dorothy says, she's like, oh, I was on my way to the laundromat. What laundromat you going to? Okay. Because they hey, definitely have that. a washer and dryer. Because Blanche was doing her abuser's laundry last season. And she was out of Bliak. Her abuser. Yeah, the guy, uh, Rex. Oh. That was about to yeah. uh, twirl Dorothy. She's like, let go mm. of me. You're hurting me. You know, that <laughs> one. Like, she couldn't have got, she could have taken him out. She really could have. Yeah. But yeah. she was doing all that for theatrics because there was other people in the house. But if it was just her, mm. she would have punched him. She probably would have whooped his ass. Probably. I think she could. Since she mm -hmm. could snap a friend's neck. That's her talent. Yeah. But I like that um, she's just like, oh, yeah, I was on my way to the laundromat. Oh, okay. In the mm, middle of the night. Sure. Your Mardi Gras. Sure, thing. Jan. Okay, sure, That Jan. purse was interesting. It was very big, and it was uh, very big green when she had the Mardi Gras look. Mm. I feel like it was, I can't remember, but there's like a, 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 like a famous brand that I feel like that's what it was. I don't know if it's Louis or something, but I feel like I've seen, it's like, is it a bucket purse? Is that what it's called? I don't know the name, but, but I thought it was cute. I felt like I would see that at Nordstrom, but not at Nordstrom Rec. <laughs> but um, at this point, she was singing what I assumed to be B. Arthur's favorite song because she sang it on Maud. She sang it on a special she did. Like that was did just she? her theme song. So, yes, this was B. Arthur's shit. Hard hearted Hannah, the vamp of Savannah. G.A. <laughs> yeah, she she really loves it. I mean, she, she that's her shit, so I'm glad she could Let work her it be in. great. She did, it was, that was more fun and lively than what a lot Because we really don't hear her sing other than when she's singing with the rest of them. And she's saying, you know, the Miami is nice. Mm -hmm. She's saying that you got, we got, somebody got you, babe. I don't know who it is. And then she's saying for uh, Gonna Stuff a Chicken. She's saying, Gonna stuff a chicken. like my mama taught me. And then she's okay. saying at the, um, help, the outlook is drear. 
And then she sang the um, I am the wolf. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. And then I guess she sang more than I thought because I'm naming hella shit. Mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm. sang when they did Over There. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they sang the My Beard. And Sandman. Yeah, Mr. Sandman. So she sang all of those times, but this is the first time we see her sing alone. Because yeah. I don't know if I ever, I mean, I knew that B. Arthur sang because she was in MAME. And I think she got a Tony, if I'm not mistaken, or at least nominated. But I don't mm. think of B. Arthur as a singer. I think of her no. as an actress. Like, Tisha Campbell sings, but I don't always think about that. Wasn't she on Broadway? She was. In a Little Shop of Horrors with Tashina mm. Arnold, who also was on Martin. But mm. B. Arthur was the original choice to play Ursula. Which that would have been iconic. Ah, uh, that would have been. I was just gonna say that would have been phenomenal. But I just forget that. So to really see her in her element, I felt like they were trying to butter her up because she was leaving, and they were like, mm. "Let's make her, you know, get all this attention from guys. Let's have her singing, having a new okay. purse." So a new purse. Uh, Blanche was pressed. Ultimate panini pressed. Like, how are you going to invite her to the shit and then be mad? After you left her, and I, I feel her on that. I have social anxiety, which people find hard to believe because I'm so charismatic but and humble. But I do feel uncomfortable in a lot of social situations. And some of that is because I'm a gay man. And as a gay black man, which we've discussed, there are a lot of times where people are uncomfortable with my existence and mm-hmm. then that makes me uncomfortable. People act like, oh, well, if they're not calling you the F word and smashing a beer bottle over your head, they're not homophobic. But it's deeper than that on a very special episode. But it's just like right. people staring at you and it's just, it just, it can take the fun out of it. Now, if it's something I really mm-hmm. want to do, I'm just going to do it. But it can be awkward. And I have a friend that's invited me to multiple things and she has someone in her family that... He just stares at me the whole time. I think he's gay, personally. And I'm not one of those gay men that's like, everybody's gay. But even before I met him and I saw a picture of him, I was like, oh, he's gay. So Mm -hmm. it's okay for me to say that. But I think that's probably what it is, that he's gay. And that it's. I think that's what it is a lot of times, that they're uncomfortable because they they can't be themselves, so they're mad that you can be yourself. Same. Or he's just looking at me because I'm fine. But either way. Period. It, it's awkward and it's uncomfortable. So that's why I'm often like, who's going to be there, blah, blah, blah. Because I have certain friends that are more conscious of that. So they, first mm-hmm. of all, would not be friends with anybody like that. But they would not invite me around that. But everybody doesn't think about that. In my example that I like to use, unfortunately, I know someone who's very large. And she has said that she won't go somewhere if she knows that the chairs have arms on them. Because she may mm. not fit. And that's not something I would think about because I'm not a person of size. So I don't expect everybody to think of that because they're not gay men. So mm-hmm. I say all that to say I feel you on that dot. Because I don't always want to go certain places. Especially because, you know, like my friend Berwin, who he listens to the show. He doesn't watch Golden Girls. So shout out to Berwin. And I've told him this before. I'm like, nobody's going to look at you and just assume you're gay. Now, when you open right. your mouth, that might be a different conversation. But mm-hmm. if they look at me, they're probably going to think that because I wear a lot of eclectic things. It depends. You don't, you, I wouldn't just assume that either, depending on what you're doing. Either they're going to think I'm gay or they're going to think that I think I'm white. Or you're really <laughs> so, it's, uh, eccentric. That's what they call that. Which I don't know why this is, but a lot of times in black culture, people either think that you're like whitewashed, 
like you don't know any black people or that you're homosexual. It's like you have to dress this way or it's those two things. But I also wear clothes that clearly used to belong to someone's grandmother. So, you know, that might give a, give a little inkling. So mm. I will feel uncomfortable sometimes. But then sometimes I just feel uncomfortable in general. If I don't know anybody, because I, I can go up and talk to people if I really have to, which we've discussed on the show. We did that at Golden Con because we yeah. had to do it. But it took a lot out of us because I just feel uncomfortable sometimes in mm-hmm. settings where I don't know people. So I can see why Dorothy wouldn't do that. Because I hate to go somewhere with somebody and then they leave me and I don't know yeah. anybody. It's like, you were supposed to be my protection. So that's okay, what Blanche did to, to me. her. Well, where are you? Where were your antennas? So I like to, you know, at least know a couple of people if I can, because I'm not always I like to at least know one person. Because I'm not, I'm not going to say I have social anxiety, but I, a lot of times I'm an introverted extrovert. So if I don't feel like dealing with people, I just really don't want to. Like it takes a lot. And it does. Like my husband is more outgoing and he likes to talk to people and whatever, you know, whenever he goes to Nordstrom mm-hmm. or, um, I guess Nordstrom, I've already mentioned them once. Another proud sponsor, Rice Aroni and Nordstrom. Mm-hmm. I will be like, I'm just going to go sit over here because he literally will talk to the lady at the makeup counter for like an hour. I could not imagine. But that's stuff that they could talk about because he's into makeup and that's his like profession. I don't so. care if it's the Golden Girl store. I don't want to talk to you oh. for an hour. I'm shopping. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't imagine that. So those types of situations I just probably wouldn't be in. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I feel you, Dorothy. So that's fucked up, Blanche, for you to leave her. Yeah. But like Dorothy, you know, once you get your groove, then it's like, oh, hey, Dorothy's here. So, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully that's how it's going to be when we walk into Golden Con. Everybody's going to turn around. Hey, it's Barrett and Kay. Uh-huh. Or not. Maybe we'll see. But don't think you can't come up and talk to us because we know what we're signing up for. It can just right. be what we're not used to on a daily basis like if i'm going to the store i'm going to self-check out because i don't want to talk to anybody if i'm going mm-hmm. to a store that i used to work at and you shouldn't end a sentence with a preposition but i'm going to okay mrs frizzle the <laughs> i don't and this is another conversation but i often feel the need to acknowledge that i know the correct way and that i'm just speaking in a way that's comfortable for me because a lot of people don't know any black people and that's a lot of pressure on me to be their one black person they listen to and mm. a lot of people associate black people oh none of them can speak right none of them can do this and do that and i feel like well i'm obligated to be that black voice which i hate and i don't like feeling mm-hmm. like that and i really shouldn't and i try not to because on a very transparent <laughs> episode of so good I know. we should have just done the high one tonight but uh um, <laughs> i feel that obligation which is sad because white people don't feel that you know it's like when you watch no, tv they and they're like oh you know three people shy like oh my god i hope they're not black i don't mm. think white people do that they don't give a fuck a lot of times but they don't have that pressure that we have from society to be that beacon you know of you know, we got to do it this way. I do it that way, you know, to, mm-hmm. to show that that we can do that or whatever, which is annoying. And I don't believe in respectability politics. So if there are people that don't speak like that, speak how you want to speak. But I guess right. I just feel the need for people to know that I do know better and I am aware I'm not I'm, I'm not a dummy dear. Is that what Blanche said? If we AAVE, that's our business. Well, AAV is one thing. But that's just incorrect, Grant. And I'm so mm-hmm. tired. I was like, oh, I'm going to have such a low energy today. But I'm got a lot going on. I'm doing a lot. So clearly, mm-hmm. not that fucking tired. But 
yeah but shout out to my black people listening if you feel that let me know tweet me if you feel that responsibility sometimes that you have to speak for the whole black race at all times Mm -hmm. which is annoying you can't be too ghetto you can't be too loud you can't be too this yeah it's annoying what a way to live if you can call (laughs) that living but getting back to this the b story was a little weak for me the B story, the Sophia and the, you know, giving herself away. That was kind of a weak B story. Yeah. It would have been cute if Rose didn't fuck it up, but she was so mad. I made the freaking hors d'oeuvres and the freaking punch. They keep having her make hors d'oeuvres for stuff, even though they say they don't like her cooking. But then sometimes they do. Like Sophia was pilfering cheese balls in the mm-hmm. second episode. But who doesn't like a good cheese ball? I don't even know what that consists of. The only cheese balls I know are the planters ones in the giant jug. Them or um, like mozzarella cheese balls that you fry and dip in marinara sauce. Oh, I've never had that. Cheese curds from um, Culver's is cheese balls. I can't eat that, so I've never had it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I did get a referral, though, to get retested for my celiac. So if I don't have it, we're going to eat a bag of flour in celebration. But Who is going to eat a bag of flour? Me and you. Uh-uh. I don't subscribe to that. Oh. It's the cornstarch we're supposed to eat. They be eating cornstarch. Well, that's for pika or pica. Oh. No, people be eating it. I saw it on the show. Yeah, because they have that disease that makes you want to eat stuff that's not food. Oh, okay. And I know, I feel like we talked about this, but I know somebody who sells cornstarch bricks. Um, (laughs) But yeah, she had like a a nine to five, like job job. And she quit to solely do that. Damn, that means a lot of people buying that I shit. I want to know How the recipe. How much do you sell a brick of cornstarch for? It's like, it's cocaine. Pretty much. Like, she has some recipe, and people just really love it, and they will, like, fiend, like, cokeheads, like, hit her up in the middle of the night. Like, I need you to overnight me. I don't care how much it is. I need six bricks. Like, that's a problem. Of cornstarch? That can't be healthy. It cannot be. Mm. Like, how do we get here? I don't know. But, oh, cheese balls. But, yeah. Yeah. There's like whole like societies devoted to that. So I would love to get my own recipe going. I'll sell them in Golden Con. I don't know. You can't sell food at Golden Con. Damn. Too bad. But <laughs> I mean, that's not food technically. But um, yes, the cheese balls. And who are all these people that love her so much that we ain't never seen? Oh, Gladys is here. People. Oh, Gladys. She's talking about people, her friends from Shady Pines. But even Blanche she... knew her. Oh, Gladys, your great impression. I did like those two actresses. And again, it's nice to see them have different people play somebody. And it wasn't mm-hmm. the same uh, lady again that was uh, Candy, the flight attendant. I'm shocked they didn't have her do it in mm-hmm. the Claxton, a.k.a. Mrs. Bosco. But it was nice to see new people. And they were really funny. And that hat was ugly. But... Mm-hmm. That lady cracked me up. Those are some some pretty good guest stars they had. Pretty uh, primo, babe. I, I yeah. loved her. Sophia, I took a day off from work and drove 30 miles to be here. I think mm-hmm. it's very selfish of you not to be dead. And then okay. the other lady, I didn't have anything to do, but I'm still P.O.'d. Like, why was everybody so mad? Like, do they understand that she didn't mean for it to happen like that? Like, Yeah, but your emotions, how you think your friend dead and shit, you crying. Is that and one lady fell the fuck the out? Fuck? She was that's, about to fall out the damn chair. traumatic as hell. But they stormed out. Like all of Because why is you not dead, bitch? You didn't have me drive all the way They didn't here. seem to mind it at the Dorothy Kill Trudy party. They liked that. <laughs> all she had to do was come in and, hey, everybody, and you know, boy, have I missed you. And then they just got over it. 
but I guess mm. that was different. How many times are they yeah. going to do this? <laughs> this is kind of a reused thing. And the picture that they used of her was from the before the show was even a show. That's like the before the pilot. Like they couldn't get something new seven years later. She was looking older on there. But it looked like a whack ass party, not gonna lie. But how long was she in her room to where nobody <laughs> knew any of this? I don't know. It but I mean if it, it wasn't a party, they thought they was going to awake. True, but I don't think her intention was to trick them. So why was she in her no, room so long? Like, it took her that long to put on that dress? Excuse me for buying off the wreck. But mm -hmm. that was just kind of a weak story because it just kind of went nowhere. Like, there was no real resolution mm -hmm. with that one. But I agree. Give me my flowers. Like, I would love to have a party like that. And I intend to when I turn 40. 40? Yes. Okay. They wore their same clothes back to the bar that they had on at the wake. That was weird, I thought. Like... Rose didn't want to change. Did they? I didn't notice that. Yeah. And what's her name? It wasn't Gladys. Her name was Myrtle. Gladys is Sophia's friend. Gladys Goldfine. Just to correct myself. Because I know when I'm listening or watching something and somebody gets a fact wrong, I'm like, uh-uh, you don't even know what you're talking about. Mm. But Blanche's line I wrote, and I'm probably hopping all around, but she says, Dorothy was acting like she was somebody was somebody okay like, she is so somebody. she's a nobody so bitch Lance really be okay. trying it i'm surprised dorothy never whooped her ass okay like she is somebody let her be great you're not sophia crying talking about my baby's popular <laughs> only took 60 years Mm -hmm. And then they talk about Klaus von Bulow. They mentioned him another time, I feel like. Or maybe that was Will and Grace. But some show mm -hmm. mentioned it, because I don't even know who that is. I had to look it up. But he murdered his wife. Damn. And then they, like, overturned it. And he's still alive. He's 92. Mm. So shame on you. You mm -hmm. don't get to come on the show. And you don't get any lemonade. Mm -hmm. And then they said Claude Aiken's on a waterbed. I don't know who that is, but the way she said it, she was smug as fuck. Okay. Dorothy, like she was going to do something to him. Like, Dorothy can be very self-conscious, but once she gets that one little bit of confidence, you can't tell her shit. Mm-mm. Maybe that's why we're going to unpack this. Maybe that's why Dorothy needed to kind of get beaten down a little bit. Because some people, you need, not to say put in her place, but like for me, for instance... One reason I don't work out is because if I had a sickening body, you would not be able to tell me a motherfucking thing. Okay. You barely can tell me anything now. So mm. I realize that and I say, okay, I need to remain humble in some way. So I'm not going to work out because that will make me just really be too much. No, nah, but you get used to it. Like I used to say that before I got my body done. So I was on one for a few minutes, but then you settle into it and you just be regular. Like I would really, especially since I haven't looked like that before. I mean, a little bit. I had a, a six pack for like two weeks once mm. when I was seventeen, because I was doing those little on-demand workouts. Mm -hmm. I'd be cussing the lady out. I'm like, you said five more, you fucking liar. But um, <laughs> I think Dorothy, if she had that type of confidence, because of the fact that Dorothy is so confident in general. Maybe yeah. not when it comes to dating and socializing, but she's a pretty confident person. We've seen time and time again that Dorothy stands up for what she believes in no matter what. 
She sticks mm. up for her friends, for her family, and she's just an overall, you know, good person, good friend. And I feel like if she had any more confidence, she would be too much, especially because she's so smart. Yeah. Because she's a fucking know-it-all. Because look how she acted when they went to Jeopardy. So somebody like right. Blanche, who is not that confident, her confidence comes out with her men, sexuality, her friends, sexuality mm-hmm. things like that. So it balances out. So I think it's pretty... It makes sense that Dorothy would not be like that because, again, whenever she gets a little bit of it, like when she went on that cruise and she's like, oh, I'm going out with Dr. Lee Kagan, a medical corporation. Mm -hmm. And she, like, throws her head back and laughs. It's like, okay, Dorothy, geez, you got a date. So I think that works for her. Not to say that Mm -hmm. I agree with the way they drag her, but I think Mm -mm. it does help and not to say that you know women need to be humbled or anything like that but just it keeps her grounded because she would be a hot mess she would be really you know doing the most and not in a good way yeah i can see it she'd be in a swinging condo instead of living with a slut and a moron right i think that's true for all of them that they're in probably all people in general that there's something that keeps them grounded so rose is stupid that probably uh-huh. keeps her grounded because what keeps me grounded all those kids wow if you were single with no kids who knows you couldn't tell me shit exactly. you couldn't tell me shit exactly you're right you're right you're <laughs> right when you're right you're right <laughs> so we all need something to keep okay. us on the oh, on the shit. right path because if i ain't had that first one i probably wouldn't have had that second or that third or this fourth and you probably i'd probably be in the french review Probably. You would probably be somewhere on a yacht with Meg the Stallion. Listen to me. Living your best life. But it's best Mm. that you're here with four kids and starting all over. Mm -hmm. Shut the head. Don't do that. (laughs) But at least you got a man there to help you out. Because some people don't have that. I always have a man. Period. I keep a man. Ain't that what Blanche say? (laughs) Sounds like something Medea said, but you know, mm. same thing. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Shout out to the single mothers. I don't know how they do it. I've never been a single mother. I've been a single woman, but not a single mother. Right. All my kids have fathers. Amen. <laughs> I really feel like this episode really showed the evolution of Blanche in many ways. For one, season one, Blanche would not get up on a piano and sing. She <laughs> embarrassed the fuck out of herself on that piano, but I liked her outfit. It was cute. Yes, which we saw Sadie Pines. Um, redo at Golden Con. Golden Con 2022, yeah. It was an incredible simulation. And mm-hmm. I didn't recognize it at first. I thought that was just some jazzy outfit. Then I was like, oh, duh. But Blanche definitely embarrassed herself for sure. And I just think that we really got to see a different side of Blanche. And enough wicker, they're still in season six, but that's when I feel like they're really starting to pick up with that. And they kind of unpack that a little bit that we really get to see how vulnerable Blanche is and how much her image and her sexuality really are her identity, which in a way yeah. is very sad that that's all she feels like she has. Because she offer. could not take, she could not take. Like the fact that that got her that bothered that fast like, she's yeah. so sensitive and so insecure, and I think that's part of why she lashes out at them. Because it's not just Dorothy. There's plenty of times where she's doing it to Rose. Like, when she said, I just couldn't bear it if I had to look like the two of you. Like, damn. Mm-hmm. Like Putting it down to make herself feel better. She's a primetime narcissist. Hurt people hurt people. 
They do. Because she could not fucking take... If my friend was just as jazzy as me and we we outside at the bar, we both having fun. I don't understand. I would never be jealous. Right. I'd be like, okay, Kay, I see you. Okay. Like, exactly. That's she, She's a hater. Mm-hmm. Like, she has her moments where she's a very good friend, but if it impacts something that she has going on, it's a chop. Never. I feel like she's the most complex of all of them. But is she really complex? Because we know she's insecure. So she does everything to make herself feel more secure and important because she doesn't feel secure and important. Right. But if you just look at her at face value and look at just what she shows, you know, her friends and family versus what we know is the reality from what she might share here and there or what we can just pick up on or when she's alone. Like it's almost I don't want to say it's like a split personality, but it's very Dr. Jekyll and Mrs. Hyde. Yeah, because you got to put it on. Like when you feel if you, it's a mask. You got to put it on. That's what Rose said. When the mask comes off, it. What she say? When the mask comes down, it thuds or something. Like it's really, it's it's sad. Like I really do feel sad about Blanche a lot in a way that I don't about the other girls, and that brings me back to Dorothy's confidence. As much as they try to make her out to be poor, lonely, self-basting, you know, at the end of the day, she knows who she is. She's comfortable with it, and she's got her shit together. And Blanche can't say Mm -hmm. that. And I think that's why we see in Golden Palace that she really does throw herself into that hotel because it's like, okay, I finally want to have something to show for myself other than Mm -hmm. my perky bosoms. And that's part of why I hate that we didn't get to see more of it. But like, in what aspects is Blanche fulfilled? Not in her job, not as a mother, not in a relationship, not with her friends, and not even, you know, as a sister, as a daughter. Like, she fails in every area so it's like this is literally all i have like if she lost her looks she would have nothing and that is really nothing damn Mm -hmm. i mean i guess on a very deep episode of so (laughs) well coming back swinging baby i just feel like as much as you want to hate her because she can be so selfish and so narcissistic and all that i personally can't because it's sad and not to say that if somebody has a sad story that excuses everything but i feel like that's where it all comes from like if golden girls was made today blanche would be in therapy on a consistent basis yeah and in just thinking about it you see that in the similar shows like um living single regine end up going to therapy regine. and she regine mm-hmm. is the blanche on girlfriends Tony was in extensive therapy and she's the Blanche. So it's like but Tony was worse. Tony's much terrible. worse. But it's like those characters have to put on so much to protect mm-hmm. themselves. And designing women is a great example because Suzanne was the Blanche, but in real life, Delta Burke put on a significant amount of weight. So even now, society is very against fat people. So definitely in the 80s and 90s. So it's like, okay, how do we do this? This is supposed to be the character that's the sexy fabulous glamorous one and she's like doubled in size so how can we have her be sexy now which shouldn't make a difference but that's what they I really... like a little meat on my women I thought even Delta though I don't Bert... like women but I like me <laughs> I, I thought Delta Bird still Where's looked me? did you eat today great. regardless like she looked yeah. cute when she was small she looked cute when she was maybe not cute because she's a grown woman but I thought she was mm. glamorous either way but yeah that was a lot of the behind the scenes tension that let her leave the show or get fired uh-huh. or whatever. But with her character, instead of, you know, the, 
I guess that they did do something with it because she was a beauty queen or whatever when she was younger. Mm. And now her character was all about, I can't believe I gained this weight. I'm supposed to be so glamorous and how can I diet, blah, blah, blah. I would have liked that they just been like, yeah, I'm, I'm fat now and I'm still fabulous. Right, period. Because I had a, fr- I used to have a friend, uh, we didn't fall out, I just lost touch with him. And he does like Taraji's hair and Jennifer Hudson and all of them. Damn, wish we stayed friends. But mm. he used to always say, I may be big, but I'm fabulous. And period. As he should. And I feel like, you know, if Blanche had ever gained weight or anything like that, like it would have been the end of her. She would have yeah, she would just or die. something because she just couldn't handle it. And I hate that for her. As mm-hmm. much as she is a devastatingly beautiful woman, I wanted her to really see that she was more than that. And I don't think we ever did. Because when these episodes would happen, it would still end with her feeling less than. It didn't solve anything. The only thing is, okay, well, now we'll split the days. Instead of her saying, well, why do I feel like that? What is causing right. this? Blanche needed to do her shadow work, honey. You've been in therapy because I can tell it's coming right through. I have. It's, it's, it looks good on you. Thank you. Somebody yeah. else said that. Was I just an ass white before? But um, I mean, you know I mean? But uh, too bad our jobs switched our insurance, so that's enough of that because she doesn't Damn. take that. But, uh, oh, well, we had a good run. But <laughs> I just I just really hate that, you know, that Blanche, because she didn't have to. There are some people that need to feel like that. But I, Blanche did not need to. And it impacted every aspect yeah. of her life. Mm-hmm. So let's go down the line. Her and Big Daddy, as close as she is to him, she was so upset that he was going to be a singer. Maybe that's a trigger for her, people wanting to sing. And again, it was because of her. I'm going to be embarrassed. I'm going to feel some type of way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, her sister writes a book. I'm going to be embarrassed because you wrote this book. This is putting our whole family to shame. Again, about her. Mm-hmm. Becky gains weight. Oh my God, I'm embarrassed. My daughter gained weight. Becky wants to have a baby. Oh my God, my daughter's having a baby. Artificial insemination. Oh, my God, she wants to have the baby in Miami. All of these is because of her being embarrassed. Clayton is gay. Oh, I'm embarrassed. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Clayton's going to marry a man. Oh, I'm em- Everything comes back to her image because that's all she has. So yeah. if there's a crack in the foundation of her image, then what does she have? Dorothy was mm-hmm. not crazy about, crazy nuts about Lorraine and uh, Michael getting married, but that wasn't going to be the end of her. It was never about, oh, I'm embarrassed. Oh, I'm ashamed even mm-hmm. though she didn't like it because she has more going on than that. Same with Rose when Bridget slept with Michael. She wasn't upset of, oh, what are the, you know, what are people going to say, you know? It was just, I hate that happened. And I think, right. I did take my Eddie a little bit ago, so mm-hmm. I'm feeling real deep now, but I feel like you really got to look at why things upset you. And that's what I've been doing lately, you know. But why mm-hmm. does this make me upset? And if your reason for stuff upsetting you is because you're embarrassed and you're ashamed, that's a problem. And if you feel like if you are embarrassed or ashamed that you have nothing else left, that's also a problem. I would yeah. like to see some type of like, I don't know, off-Broadway play or something of Blanche in therapy. Nobody steal that. But mm-hmm. that's copywritten. Um, Let's pitch it to Stan Zimmerman. Yeah. Stan, I'm moving to LA. Let's talk. So I think that you know that's just so much of her personality that I don't think is examined enough. It's more so oh, she's sexy, she likes to fuck, but she's but not also, even because she be embellishing these stories, right? So 
Who is the real Blanche Devereaux? Will the real Blanche Devereaux please stand up? Because I don't even know if she knew who the real Blanche was. No, the real Blanche Devereaux is probably a shell of what she puts out in the in the world. And that's a shame because she could have been so much more. Yeah. Speaking of Becky, I do want to acknowledge that Deborah Engel passed away. Um, that would be Becky number two. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but I was very upset at the fact that people were really trying me. When? When I announced that she passed, multiple people were blowing my spot up telling me that it was a hoax. Now, first of all... Was it a hoax? No, she's dead. Cassie Davis was a hoax. I didn't know they said Cassie Davis died. Yeah, they said she died at 58 from cancer, but Tyler Perry was like, no, she didn't. She definitely didn't. I did see somebody post a happy birthday post that looked like an obituary. I'm like, why would you post that like that of her? Mm -hmm. I met her once. But, and I met the guy that plays her son when I was in LA. But first of all, if you're a fan of the show, I appreciate you. I'm glad that you're listening. But, and I don't know Mm -hmm. if these are fans or if these are just random people. Hopefully they're just random people. Because I would like to think our fans know I have integrity. But Mm -hmm. to you bitches out Mm -hmm. there, I fact check. This is not Fox News. I don't just say whatever. I I check my sources. And I think that that's the problem. I think that it's this MAGA mentality of we can say whatever we want and it doesn't matter. Because Joy Behar mentions this on The View. She's like, we we have people that check what we say. We don't just say whatever like they do on there. Because people get mad on The View. They'll say, oh, well, they're just making that up. No, they're not. And I would never announce someone's death unless I knew for a fact. Even TMZ kills people off incorrectly, but I wouldn't right. do that because these are real people. And I don't want to mm-hmm. spread that because I saw it on a couple of different pages, but I was like, okay, I need to know for a fact. So somebody had posted what Deborah's own sister said on Facebook. So I took the extra step and I looked her up because I'm like, well, this could be anybody. So I go to her mm-hmm. page. The page has been up for years. There's pictures that have been up for years. And guess who's in some of those pictures? Deborah Engel. So mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that's really her sister. So all I did was like a little collage, RIP. That's it. I didn't. I did not repost what her sister said because it was not a public post. And I don't know how it got out, but I didn't. I just didn't want to put that out there because that's her sister. So I left it at that. Now, if you believe that I'm lying, the onus is on you. To look that up and find otherwise. I don't have to prove anything. My proof is me saying it. So if you don't believe it, that's fine. You don't have to believe it. Just like I didn't necessarily believe it. But I looked it up. So you need to do your own research. And then people say, well, I Google it. It didn't come up. A lack of evidence about the fact that she died does not mean that she didn't die. It just means it Mm -hmm. wasn't reported. Unless you see something that says she's alive as of today, then you don't know. Like she has not acted in many years. So she's not an A-list celebrity. It's not like it's Angelina Jolie. I don't know why they right. thought it was going to be breaking news everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like These things take a few days. Other people from the show that have passed away, the reason that it's gone viral is because they're known for other things. But we know them from the Golden Girls. While she right. has done other stuff, Becky's probably her most notable role. So Earl Bowen, who we discussed, um, or I mentioned... Yes, he was on Golden Girls, but most people know him from The Terminator, which I didn't even know he was in there. So all the articles coming out 
Terminator star dies. They didn't say Golden Girl star. So, right. and again, this was like the day of. So unless there's somebody at the coroner's office, I don't know how you thought this was going to be instant news. Mm-hmm. It'd be different if people were just like, oh, you know, I'm not sure or whatever. But literally, back to back to back comments. So to say hoax implies that I'm playing some type of practical joke. I'm not Sophia. I'm not faking anybody's mm-hmm. death. I'm not Trudy fucking McMahon. Like, okay. <laughs> boy, if I missed you. But uh, I, I'm, this just really upset me because it's like as much as I love the Golden Girls and all that, why would I be so careless to just say, oh, yeah, she's dead? Like, no. And you couldn't find anything to prove otherwise. So then I posted what her sister said. I was like, I didn't want to post this, but here's the proof since you won't leave me alone. And people still were like, mm, I don't know. I don't think. What the? So what? I don't even know why you be responding. Is her sister in on it too? People. Because they're trying to ruin and sully but my But some people name. see, now look <laughs> at you. Why is this upsetting you? Because you feel like they're mm-hmm. trying to, to, you know paint a picture of you being dishonest or, or or not on top of your shit, but you know that you are. So who gives well, a Well, because people can read the comments. If it was like Fuck just in comments. my inbox, sure. But I don't want other people to see that and think that it's true and be like, oh, so this is what they do. They just say whatever and, you know. Who I just, cares? Who cares what they think if you know that you did what you were supposed to do? That is true. And I guess if just it was Just delete the comments if that's the case. If it was something that... If it was something more irrelevant, I think I would have just been like, who cares? But I just don't want people to think that we're careless and that we just say whatever. Because it's, you know, I try just to take delete the comments. Just delete the comments. They were just comment. coming at me everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. But am I, de- you know, to not to defend these people, but I saw that everywhere. Anywhere that anybody posted it, it's a mm-hmm. hoax, it's a hoax, it's a hoax. And I'm like... First of all, you're using the word hoax wrong because hoax would imply that I was like, oh, I'm going to say that she died even though she didn't. Ha ha ha. Right. The fuck? So then I looked up. Uh, I saw that her cousin had posted something and it was public and he had pictures and everything. And I was like, look, this is her, her, her cousin. If you don't believe this, I don't know what to tell you. And I'm not responding to shit else. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I guess it's not that I don't. I don't think I care that much about people thinking I'm a liar. But I guess it's just the fact that people would think I would be so careless about such a sensitive topic just really offended me, I guess. I mean, people going to find shit to say regardless. They are. And, you know, I should be used to it because uh, we're anti-Semitic, homophobic, and we like to fake people's deaths. That's just apparently. what we do, apparently. But um, I guess I don't like my integrity being questioned by nobodies. But maybe they were just trolls. And if so, then you got what you wanted. Yeah. You got a reaction. Mm-hmm. But um, FYI, she is not alive, unfortunately. Damn. Um, but Becky 1.0 will be at Golden Kind, um, as well as several other people. But we'll do a whole show talking about Golden Kind before it happens, just to get you guys prepped and ready to go. But I repeat mm. to Deborah Ingle, because I really did like Becky. And she was on Golden Palace as well. And she was on Empty Nest twice, playing two different people which is mm. weird, and she looked exactly the same. They didn't even say, well, let's straighten her hair. It was like, nope, you're the same person. Like, she really could have just played mm. Becky. When I, you know, saw what the episodes were about, she could have played Becky in those roles, and it wouldn't have mm-hmm. made a difference, but okay. But she was on the last episode of Golden Palace in the last scene, so she's, like, cemented in history for that alone. So shout-out to Deborah Engel. R.I.P. Yeah, shout-out to her estate. Yes. 
and um, I did message her cousin to give my condolences. And I told him, you know, if we ever wanted to come on the show and just talk about her and share some memories, the floor is open. Because mm-hmm. that'd be nice. Because these people, you know, we don't know much about them. We know the characters. And I like to hear who they are. Like, you know, Bonnie Bartlett talking about how she and B. Arthur had sons with the same name that they adopted. And, you know, that's stuff you're not going to know reading, yeah. you know, the DVD booklet or whatever. So, I love Bonnie Bartlett. I want her to be my grandma. She won't be a Golden Con, but she will be in Chicago. So, you know, if we just happen to swing by um, mm-hmm. where she's going to be, because she's going to be at another convention, I guess they booked her first. We might just roll up like, hey, Bonnie, you want to go to lunch? Okay. And then we just, you know, bring her to Golden Con. I love her. I could sit and talk to her for hours. As could I. Yeah. And she's going to have William Daniels with her, Mr. Feeney. Mm-hmm. But uh, to close out the ep- the uh, episode, how long have we been doing this? Like an hour? An hour and a half? Uh, seems like it's been about an hour. It's been we started an hour and a half. No, it's, it ain't been that long. I think so. We started uh, at seven thirty. Yeah, it's nine. Damn, is it? Yeah, time flies. Oh, so much for editing. I'll edit it a little. But hmm. Blanche was definitely uh, when she got up there to sing, she was feeling like Ariana DeBose. You may not know okay. the name, but I have been obsessed with that ever since it came out. <laughs> the little song she did at the BAFTA Awards. Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, Woman King. That has been mm-hmm. stuck in my damn head. And that's what Blanche was giving me. Because she got up there like, oh, they about to love this shit. And then they okay. hated it like they hated that. <laughs> Embarrassed the fuck out of herself. Shameful. Fell all off the piano and shit. <laughs> but Blanche or Rue McClinahan is very good, uh, was very good with the physical comedy. We didn't see a lot of it, but that was pretty funny. And it just made me I think... didn't mind that type of physical comedy because it seemed realistic. I don't like overly dramatic ass physical comedy because that's not funny to me. Yeah, that, that was pretty realistic. And it had a, many, yeah. many moving parts. She was off the piano. She's on people's laps. She's strangling mm-hmm. people with the microphone. And Dorothy just looks so mortified just from watching. But not only is it so, you know, odd just to think about the fact that we have older women being sex symbols, but older women doing physical comedy. Like, you don't see that like that. Yeah. And they have a new show coming out on Bounce, which I don't believe I have that channel. But it's mm-hmm. going to have Yvette Nicole Brown, Kim Whitley, and Tisha Campbell. And it's kind of giving Black Golden Girls because it's called Act Your Age. And they're all in their 50s, I think. So mm-hmm. if any of them would like to come on the show, you know, come on, uh, come on down. Me and Yvette Nicole Brown used to email. So maybe I'll email her. This was years mm. ago, but maybe I'll, I'll shoot her an email and ask her if she wants to come on. And she has a Golden Girls connection because she starred on the show The Big House with Kevin Hart. And her mother was played by, I believe it's pronounced, Arnisha Walker, who was on Nurses, which was a spinoff of Empty Nest, which was a spinoff of Golden Girls. So it's all connected. Mm-hmm. But Rose was killing me doing her little open mic night. <laughs> I would okay. have loved to have hear, heard the rest of that. She should have done stand-up when Dorothy did it. But that was very mm-hmm. much her. I feel like whenever there's like a mic or a piano around, like she just gravitates over and wants to be mm-hmm. in the mix. What are my other notes here? The uh, ladies' room was very fancy. For this to be you a know little what? dive bar. <laughs> What was blowing my mind, the fact that when they was checking their makeup in the mirror, it wasn't really no mirror. That's acting for you. Yeah. You can see that same effect done on the facts of life. They did that. But Mm -hmm. Blanche and Dorothy have a lot of, like, tense moments in bathrooms. They did it at Dorothy's niece's wedding or great god niece, whatever she was. 
And um, it was kind of a similar situation. Blanche promised to give her one of her best guys, didn't do that. And, you know, she was like, oh, I've always had to compete with you, blah, blah, blah. They really do recycle stuff. But maybe that's what life is like when you, you know, have interactions with your friends. It can be cyclical. Mm -hmm. But. But you know what? I appreciated the fact that Blanche was able to say, I'm jealous of you. Yeah. But the fact that Dorothy was so sincere and she was like, that's the nicest thing. That's pretty bad. That's the nicest thing. Because Blanche is rude as fuck. But I don't know if I would, how I would feel about it. She doesn't think... really compliment people. Like she said, anytime I gave you a compliment, it wasn't sincere. Right. Fucking rude. I don't think mm. that I would. And I forgot the part where they went and sang together. And and I in my mm. head, I felt like Dorothy was like, oh, I'm not going to come back. This isn't my scene. But no, she's like, I'm still coming back, even though we never hear anything else about it. But. I think mm. that that's weird because if somebody told me they were jealous of me, I don't think that would do nothing for me. I think I just assume that everybody's jealous of me all the time anyway. So, you know, I mean, I <laughs> guess coming from Blanche, she felt it was very sentimental. Yeah, I guess if it was somebody that I really, really, you know, looked up to or just thought they were the shit or whatever, and they said that, okay, yeah. So if President Obama was like, you know what, Barrett? I'm actually, I'm kind of jealous of you. And I, I was okay, come on, show. impression. <laughs> I've been working on it. But <laughs> you on that shit, ain't you? <laughs> anyway, shit. if President Obama said that he was jealous of me, that would be a very, very high compliment. I love mm. how that's the only person I could think of. But I can see it. And... I'm glad they had that. I, don't, I ain't gonna say it would do something for me, but I just feel I feel um, sad because you don't got to be jealous of me. You could be great too, sis. Like you I don't know. gotta be jealous. Women empowering women. You know, but, be great. But I feel like they have this type of exchange a lot when you know uh, Richard made a pass at her. No, not Richard Elliot. When Elliot made a pass at her and they got Elliot made what? What a ship in a bottle. And then <laughs> when she went out with Stan, mm -hmm. they had that. Like, it's the same thing over and over. Like, how many times are they going to have this? It's so odd to me that she's the one that she has the most competition with when she treats her like she's so fucking hideous, which maybe that's why she stays on her neck, because she's her biggest competition. Yeah, because like you said, if she was confident in the in that area as far uh, as like men and dating and stuff, so Rose she, is you a, couldn't tell uh, her shit. Not Rose. Blanche is emotionally manipulating Dorothy and like gaslighting yeah. her and shit. Gaslighting her to Damn. thinking she ain't shit. That's an abusive relationship. Okay, come on, therapy. Damn. Well, that's okay because she now she your auntie. That's what you get. Okay. That's what the fuck. Because she get. over there talking about when she said <laughs> the thing of Dorothy over there acting like she's somebody. Damn. So right. well, you just think she ain't so shit. You, she basically because even with that whole thing with Lucas, that's what happened. Oh well, I need a date, and and Dorothy's not doing anything, and that's what happens. You pushed her into his arms, and now she's the auntie, mm -hmm. and the grandma's the baby. So that's what happens. Okay. Okay. So I'm glad. I wish that they had pointed that out. I don't know if it was intentional, but it kind of was a, a a fuck you to Blanche, basically. When? When she married Lucas. Not only am I uh, getting married and moving away, I'm leaving you, making you take care of my mama, and mm -hmm. I'm your auntie now. Like, she basically stole her life because Blanche was like, oh, I thought I'd be living my final years out there. Yeah, but you thought wrong. You thought okay. wrong. That's what you get. Um, yeah. So we 
pretty much a drag blanche this whole time. But uh, <laughs> they were really uh, they were really pandering to be, um, like I said, you know, giving her, you know, this little moment. But I'm glad that they did it because even though it was too whittle too weight, I'm glad mm-hmm. that they let her shine. That they let her show that, you know, I can be sexy, I can be desirable, I can be all these things. I'm still leaving the fucking show, but I can still be these I liked it. I liked her having that moment of being great. You know, I I thought it was cool. They could have had more of them throughout the series. Like They could have still dragged her here and there. It wouldn't have taken But she had her little part. Remember when she, you know. (laughs) When she got her octane. Yeah. (laughs) But I feel like that these two things could have worked congruently i don't think that it had to be all or nothing that we're gonna drag her she can never get a date she's ugly she's a man like they could have still made little jokes and she could have still gone on dates like it didn't have to be have any real truth to it necessarily mm-hmm. or they could have just stuck with the tall thing it yeah they were be... dragging her not her character because you know rose is dumb so they were dragging dorothy's actual who she was as b arthur because right. this was what she looks like so it's not just dumb jokes because we know in real life that Betty White isn't dumb. But that's her character. So they were making jokes about her person instead of her character. And I didn't, that wasn't Dorothy bashing, as she would say. Yeah. You know, to come off of Maude where she, you know, has the confidence and was this ass kicker and didn't take shit from Mm -hmm. anybody to now they're beating up on her. Because even on Amanda's, the show she had in between, she was still that powerful character, which Dorothy still is, but not all the time. She is, but right, exactly. And self, you know, self-conscious. And I think that the fact that the writers knew to, you know, give Dorothy all these features towards the end, that means that they mm-hmm. realized what they were doing and they could have stopped it a long time ago, but they made the conscious decision to continue it. So shame on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I sound like I really am, am preaching, like I'm on one of those... Uh, you know, you really into it. I'm just letting you have it. <laughs> one of those podcasts with the black men. Like, what you need to do, my brothers, because there's okay. sisters out here, <laughs> and they are emasculating our black men. That's how on I On your like Kevin Samuel shit. Uh, no R.I.P. to him. Mm-mm. But my last note... I already talked about that. Because I wasn't really looking at my notes. I was just freestyling. But I think I hit all my points. Mm. Yeah. So all in all, it was a good episode. I feel like it doesn't get talked about a lot. But mm-hmm. it had a lot of really good moments. Not Because usually we judge them off, oh, this was funny as hell. But it had good character development. And we got to see different sides of people. Rose wasn't really used that much. But she's she's very good, which they mentioned on Enough Wicker. When the episode is not about her. She gets some good little jokes mm-hmm. in here and there. And so does Sophia. But even though I wish they had have done it earlier, they could have just been like, well, she's leaving anyway, so let's really drag her ass. So I'm glad that they, mm-hmm. you know, let Dorothy leave on a good note because she had quite a few times towards the end where she got to shine. And I'm glad that they gave her this so that, you know, she could have her moment and that Blanche could really expose herself more than she usually does and really mm-hmm. show that, hey, I'm not perfect. I got problems. And I think it, it, made, mm-hmm. it makes her more likable. Because if you if it was more surface where she was just, I'm the most beautiful and I love to fuck, then, you know, that gets a little old. But we see why it she's does. like that. Yeah. And I think that in the early season, she wasn't as slutty and she wasn't as mean either. But, you know, we 
the more we got to know her, the more we got to explain these things. Because they didn't explain it as much. Because she wasn't mm-hmm. doing as much. So, yeah. Good episode. Love it for us that we did it. Yeah, nice it was good. To see I you liked again. this one. Maybe one I'll of my see favorites. you again one day in person. And, um, yeah. I feel like we should hug, but we're not together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because this was a very... Um... Nice unpacking of Blanche yeah. in this in this introductory episode of of the Blanche. Yeah, this is my therapy now because they changed our insurance. But Damn. Uh, I'm I'm probably still gonna go, just not as often. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it looks good on you. It's really shining through in your regular life. I like it. Thank you. I'm trying to use it and not just go and talk about my problems, but to really mm-hmm. take lessons away of how can I implement this in my everyday life and what am I doing, you know, to make myself a better person, to make my marriage better, make my relationships better, because we should all strive to be better. We should. This is wonderful. I love this for you. Thank you. Amen. Now, as I always say, (laughs) (laughs) go ahead. Let the baby say The baby is with his father now. Um, You know, but as we always say, thank you for listening and thank, are you going to say it? It doesn't look like you're going to say it. Oh, I forgot. I was just. <laughs> As we always sunset. say, thank you for listening. And thank and you. Thank you for being, for being a, a friend. friend. That's right. Amen. Hallelujah. If you're crazy nuts about this podcast, then head over to SoGoodWeNamedIt.com for links to all of our social media. We're on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Etsy. We're everywhere. And don't forget to go over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and review about the show. And you can see us at GoldenCon 2023 in Chicago. Go to ThankYouForBeingAFan.com for more information. And as always, thank you for listening and thank you for being a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if I was straight... You know, I take it back. I'm glad I'm gay. Because if I was straight, I'm sure I would have several children all over the place. You might not. I don't know. I feel like because of the fact that, you know, I was sheltered, that once I got a a taste of freedom, I probably Mm -hmm. would be sticking it in everybody. No cares. And just another one. Thank you. When people just be having babies left and right. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that I am the type of person that would not want to take care of their child. I just think mm-hmm. that I was so immature at childbearing ages that I would not even have the ability or mindset to be trying to take care of somebody because I was a kid myself. Now, there are some people yeah. that have kids young that are mature because didn't you live on your own when you were like 19 or something? Yeah, I had my own apartment when I was 19. I could not imagine. Only thing I was worried about when I was 19 was The Sims or some stupid like that. <laughs> like I, w- I had no responsibilities whatsoever. I, don't I, don't I had even, my own apartment. I had a baby too. I don't even know if I had a job. So, you know, <laughs> I mm-hmm. might have. Maybe. Wow, shit. I think I did have a job when I was 19. And you know how many hours a week I worked? 12. Mm. And that was too much. I felt like Blanche at the museum wearing her fingers to the bone. So, okay. They were like four hour shifts. So, I, not only could I not have the ability mentally to take care of somebody, I wouldn't have had the money for that. Making eight something an hour. So, again. Shout out to y'all. There's like Judge single- Mathis said, numbers. life was hard. We had to make do. Speaking of Judge Mathis, he got canceled. But he's getting another show. Allegedly. With a, on a black network, he said. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard. I didn't hear that follow up. He was like, oh, you'll find out tomorrow. I never heard that. Well, yeah, you'll find out. Because I know saying, it takes a lot to, you know, make a show happen. Like, you got to sign contracts and all of that. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I say allegedly because it's not concrete. But I'm sure there's plenty of people that want to have him. And a lot of those judges that their shows get canceled, they come back and do the same. You know, they're still doing it, just a different show. So I'm sure because he's still young and still wants to do it. So I'm sure he will. But I just hate that I cursed him because I said that. I think I said it on this show that when I was on Christina's court, she got canceled right after. So when we did his show, I was like, well, know what's about to happen. Sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. But... He never did come on this show like he said he would. So now he can that, now. He got time. Right. That's what I was going to say. You got some free time. So you and Doyle. Mm-hmm. Who was it that told me? Oh, that was Courtney, our friend from work, saying she named her daughter after somebody on Judge Mathis. I'm like, did you name him Doyle? Mm-hmm. Uh, her? <laughs> Probably a guest. Yeah, she said it was it was somebody that was appearing on the show. Because I'm like, I know you didn't name her Greg. So good we named it. That's what this is called. And that's cute. We're still recording. Yeah, I'm a little a little high. But we have a high episode coming up. And in case I forget it, like I forgot this one, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You should have texted it to me. Just text it to me right now before you get to it. I'm not I'm gonna find it. It's right there. And then, you know. So the one that we're gonna do high what's her name? And if I'm, you know, misgendering anyone, please let me know. Her name Oh, her name is Jam, like Jelly. Must oh, be okay. Jelly, because Jam don't shake like that. That's not her name, mm-hmm. but that's like her display name. Her name is Janae. And she okay, says, hey, sounds girl. like Janae. So, yes, she wants us to do the the artist, season three, episode 13. So that's what we're going to do. Thank you, Janae, for suggesting it. And it's nice to see we have black listeners. We love all of our listeners, but as we always talk about, we always feel like we're the only black people that watch it. Even though we've met people, we've talked to people, we always still feel like, well, there's not that many of us. So every time somebody reaches out that's black, it's like, okay, now it's three of us. But mm-hmm. we're still looking for other people. We're still looking for people that have been incarcerated that would like to discuss how the Golden Girls represent that. We're still looking for some people of Jewish faith or ethnic background. Oh, that reminds me. And I want to talk about our analytics because we have people drag you because you fell asleep no. when we were supposed to be recording. She, and did. she just passed out on me, y'all. I was just and waiting. Did. This is her. This is and what did. she looked like. This is you. <laughs> and was. With the little I got Z's. a newborn. So when I fell asleep when I fell asleep too and it was over with. That's I mean, not like an excuse. It is what it is. Excuse I have That's three cats and a dog. And I don't just I mean, fall asleep. but you don't got another baby that keeps unless, you up every night. Unless the management company is listening, then that's a skit. Mm. I don't have mm. any pets. But you don't got a little baby. My little baby keeps me up. Don't blame him. He ain't even in there with you right now. Not right Ooh, now, I but got at scared night. looking at the screen. I was like, who is that? That's me. <laughs> to him. Let me get off of here. Thanks a lot. But you know what, mother? I do sit down to pee now. Every time. I don't think I've ever stood up to pee since I've been in this apartment. Well, I'll keep an eye on the front door. Put that little stick up in case somebody tries to come up in there. I guess I can warn you. Say, hey, somebody's in your house. That's about all I can do, though. Well, I guess it's just me now. I'll just be quiet so when I go edit it, I'm going to see that it's not moving. And I know I can do that part. I mean, no, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Are you? Very, I'll, I'll wait till you uh, come back. What is it? My W-N-U-A or my W-N-U-A? Smooth jazz. Smooth jazz. W-N-U-A 95.5. Yeah. 
But no, let me know if somebody's in my house so I can grab my stuff. Oh. But we don't use the front door anymore. You haven't seen the setup since I set the baby stuff up. All his stuff is up here, like my cute little rocking chair and my air purifier and the changing table, bassinet, all the fun baby stuff. Get out, dog. Oh, this is quite the multi-purpose room. It is. Well, I'm going to just wait till you come back. I am back. Uh, <laughs> as I still have to edit. Okay. <laughs> so Very, very easy edit if you even have mm, to. We. Put in a commercial right there. We'll be right back to So Good We Named It after that. After this. Mm -hmm. After these. Mm -hmm. After somebody. So you're smoking. How come I couldn't have my edible? This is a vape. Mm, That's metal in your lungs, like the commercial says. Don't Um, start that shit. That's fine. When you're on an iron lung, it'll be okay. (laughs) So. (laughs) Damn, that means I got to read that all over again. But it'll be better because you won't be, a need, yeah. you know, you won't be under the influence. So, David, so uh, just to let you know, and not David that sells encyclopedias, I did read your message because I just remembered. I was like, oh, I got to read that message. But my uh, gummy started to kick in and I think I sounded a little crazy. And I'm like, I want to discuss this sounding serious. No, so, you didn't sound crazy, but it was, oh, it I was just okay. a lot. But yeah, but this is not the high <laughs> episode. We're just high now. Who is we? We're you not anything. Me you are. You, you and I. <laughs> we have to thank you so much for joining us <laughs> on this very <laughs> special episode of it So Good special, We Named right. It. Um, make sure you follow us for our all updates mm-hmm. upcoming with Golden Con. Yep. We will be in Chicago at the Sheridan downtown mm-hmm. March. Period. March what? March 31st through April 2nd. Go to thankyouforbeingafan.com for more information. Bingo. And if you're still with us, thank you for listening. Uh, and thank you for being a friend. I am hot. I need to get this blanket, <laughs> this heater off of me. Oh, shit. I don't get high every day, guys. I'm off today. Who are you to judge it's, me? It's legal here. I'm stressed. Marijuana is legal here I had a and it's day. legal in um LA. And this is pain management. And it, sure, sure it is. My husband's and last name is Pain. He should start a management company and call it pain management. I should go tell him that. That's a good idea. Even though he didn't like my last idea, I said they should have toilets for your face. Like to get your makeup off. Like they have bidets. You stick your face in it and you hit flush and it washes but off But why you gotta makeup. say a toilet? Why are you willing to be a toilet? It's a toilet. That's why they have sinks. You can wash your face in No, the you stick your face all the way in it and it flushes. It swirls the water and the makeup remover around. And it removes the makeup. Patent it's pending, toilet for your face. It's toilet face. Oh. Sponsored by yes. Say it with your chest. Let me get up off of <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. We missed you. I love you. You're very special. You know, go mm-hmm. home on my Trump shit. We're crazy nuts about you. Ugh. I'm crazy nuts Damn. about myself. <laughs> <laughs>